Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, the world of Instagram. What's going on, guys? It's been a long time I haven't been on here live. Uh, life happens. Things occur. You know, experiences, trials, tribulations, things we go through in life. Uh, I share a lot of stories with the public, you know, whether it be social media, whether it be my customers. As you can see, I work in a barbershop. Thousand Life Barbershop. I've been here now for 10 years. You know, it's been a strong 10 years. First five was you know, building and, and solidifying the future for myself as a barber. Once again, reinventing myself, you know. But um, like I was saying, um, I have, I've been out, I've been out off the scene for a little bit with live. I used to do lives every morning. Uh, a good friend of mine sitting right here, my, my homeboy Biz, a.k.a. Colin, a.k.a. the Flatbush Bandit. Oh, my God. <laughs> nah, he, he put the bug in my ear, man. He was like, yo, bro, why you you haven't been online no more? You haven't been doing your lives anymore. And, and honestly, it's it's not because I don't want to. It's just, like I said, life happens, you know. And, and sometimes your attention is taken away from uh, trivial things, and you focus on the most important things. But you got to understand, even things that are trivial – are important to others, you know what I mean? Sometimes you could be an uplifting word to someone or inspiration to someone, you know? And it, it, becomes, it becomes normal to forget something because you're, you're, you're going through other things and you can't really, you know, you can't really identify with certain things, you can't focus on certain things, so you just leave it alone. You're like, yo, I'm done, that's it. Um, but he put the bug in my ear, he's like, yo, man, you know, start up a podcast. And this was originally supposed to be something that was started last year. It was um, living off of experience. And I know that's like everyone old heads know, 90s cats, early 2000 cats know LOX. That's living off of experience. You know? And then I was like, nah, I don't know about that. But then again, it's, it's, it's all relative. You know what I mean? It's all relative. Uh, people go through situations and sometimes they don't learn from them because they didn't really experience, they didn't learn from their experience. And when you don't learn from your experience, you usually go down the same road again, not knowing how to handle the situation or problem. So now I'm back and I'm going to do this. Uh, my first insert of my podcast, what I want it to be about is it's kind of like I'm freestyling it because in life, sometimes you just go with the flow. There's nothing blueprint. There's nothing written down. There's nothing in any sequential order. You just go. It just happens, you know, and we're just going to go off the top. We're just going to physically go off the top and just speak about things that go on in the world, things that go on in life, personal situations. Not too, too personal because, you know, we can't really get that deep into things right away but this is living off experience featuring myself lance <laughs> aka black don aka uh aka aka you know so my main thing is today is reinventing yourself uh in life we've became accustomed to doing things that work for us being in our comfort zone and sometimes your comfort zone isn't really something that is beneficial for you. At the moment, it may be because your goals are probably small. You probably have small goals that are, are, are important to you. And small goals are not small, not, not saying they're small in, in, in ideas, in what you want to do, but small as far as, like, you're taking that first step. You have your short-term goals and you have your long-term goals. Uh, so now, when you achieve those short-term goals or your long-term goals, what comes next? You know what I mean? You stay stagnant. You get complacent. And then you want to reinvent yourself. So my true light when I started to see that I needed to level up and reinvent myself was uh, around 2015. 2015, I, I, I saw my future being very bleak. You know what I mean? I didn't know my purpose. I didn't understand what was necessary of me as a man to do. Uh, I tried to seek out different things and nothing excited me. I'm not, I'm not the type of person that needs a whole lot to, to, to intrigue me or excite me. So my, my venture to find out what satisfied me was very minimal. You know, so around 2015, I just started to realize certain things, I, especially with my career as far as cutting hair and being a barber. Uh, 
I did this now since 1993. So when I came out here to Orlando, Florida, haircutting was non-existent. I didn't want to hear nothing about no haircuts, no nothing. So in 04, I came out here, worked a regular job, uh, regular lifestyle, no, no, no extras, no nothing. So fast forward, things wasn't working out in the career that I chose, which was law enforcement. And I figured, all right, you know something, let me take another step. Let me take another step further and go back into the barbering thing. So long story short, certain things uh, transpired, and I basically got myself involved back again into barbering. So from 2000, what was it, 2009, 2010, all the way up until 2015, it was just uh, cutting people's hair, cutting people's hair, not really establishing no relationships, not creating any strong foundations, just cutting hair and, and, and going about my day, going about my business, you know. And then 2015 hit, it was a total... 360, you know, it just made sense, okay, I'm changing people's lives, I'm changing people's feelings on how they they, they look about themselves, their appearance, and it kind of clicked, it, a light bulb went off, and it was like, whoa, hold on a second, this is, this is something, and then when I started seeing social media and YouTube videos of how people were now gravitating towards the fashion and beauty industry, I was like, wow, yo, this has been around for a while, I just had my eyes closed. You know what I mean? When you got your eyes closed in life, literally you don't have your eyes closed, but you're not really paying attention to the bigger picture. You know what I mean? When I started paying attention to the bigger picture, that's when I brought in my horizon and I started seeing and analyzing things and breaking it down and not overanalyzing, but just basically putting it into layman's terms, how I can see things, how I iterate, you know, take it in. And it just works. So come 2015, I, I started just marketing myself pushing myself but I tell you what it's hard work it's hard work if 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 you want to market yourself and push yourself to the fullest you get to that that tip top peak and you're like yo I made it I'm here but then something else gives you that inclination that you gotta push more and go further and go harder and try to um, get yourself even more involved with what you're already involved in you know like like my my partner right here he he he's one of those people man he's a jack of all trades and a master at all of them <laughs> you know it's, it's a total cliche so no for real he he he's a type of person you ever had that one person in your life that there you know them for about a blink and they say something to you that just makes so much sense that someone that you know for 10 years plus probably has been telling you and you just, it ain't the right, they didn't deliver the message the right way. You know what I mean? They didn't express it thoroughly. They didn't paint the picture for you. You know, um, he was that. He still is that. You know, there's times when he, when I don't even know that he's down, he calls me up and he sounds like enthused. And he's just ecstatic about this, about that. The simple things the small things in life, you know, the goals that, that we can attain easily that we take take for granted, you know, and he he has redefined my views on certain things a lot of times, you know, and we've gotten to deep conversation about life, family, you know, back in the days, music, the arts, you know, whatever it may be. We try to stay away from politics because politics hurt people's feelings too much, you know, um, but... It's, it's just a different twist on things when you have someone else that, you know, time don't really define how long you know a person. No, excuse me. Time doesn't define how you trust a person. It can happen like that, you know. It's trust is a give and take kind of thing, you know. But getting back Facts. to, yeah, definitely getting back to um, redefining yourself and reinventing yourself, you know, you got to dig deep because nothing... Nothing about reinventing yourself is easy because you're going to have critics. You're going to have naysayers. You're going to have people saying, oh, you changed, oh, this. No, not really. I mean, yeah, I changed my clothes this morning, but I'm still the same person, you know, and, and it, it, it gets kind of difficult because you're fighting with yourself also because always remember the person in the mirror is your biggest competition. That's the only person you need to be better than. The person in the mirror when you look at yourself in the mirror you see this person you're like you know something this is the person i need to be better than i need to be better than this person was yesterday you know and that that's an easy thing you know let's say let's say you did something you wasn't too happy with yourself about 
can look yourself in the mirror and like, okay, that's in the past, that's done, that's over with. We're gonna we're gonna do better. We're gonna make things right. We're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna change our whole situation, our whole outlook on life. You know, um, certain situation I had take place with me, which was like, okay, your children. All right, your children are everything to you. I have two. My partner has three. He has three young girls. You know, and <laughs> my daughter's 22 years old. My son is 16, and you know, I've been down the road, and I'm still going down the road with certain things. And I also consult with him, and I tell him, hey, listen, be involved. You know, set the precedent. Let them know their worth. Preach to them daily on confidence and respect. And to get respect, you got to give, you know, but don't let anyone take advantage of you. Don't let anyone's words determine who you are in life. You know, don't, don't, don't listen to people who are insignificant. No people, don't listen to people who don't have your best interests, but make sure that you, you're able to sift through the people who matter and the people who don't. Because I, I feel like people are seasonal. You know, people come into your life for a certain reason. You got to utilize them to the best of your ability. So getting back to my situation, um, my son is heavy into basketball. He, you know, he, I used to coach him, but as time progressed, I realized, like, I needed to stay, take a step back because coaching him was, was not beneficial for his growth because I'm his father. So off the court, I'm trying to deal with him in the household, and it's like, it's hard to draw that thin line, you know, between authority and now trying to teach them a sport. And it gets confusing, you know, sometimes. So I stepped back from that, and I realized other people had an impact on him that I didn't. But these people were conducive to his growth. Some people, because you got to remember, grown-ups be jealous of kids too. Grown-ups will look at a child and wish they had a child's attributes when they were younger and they're living they're trying to live their second childhood so now what happens is you get an individual that you think has your child's best interest meanwhile they have an ulterior motive maybe that ulterior motive is it could be anything it could be anything because ulterior motives are not always positive a lot of times they're they're people who like to capitalize off of situation they're opportunists and once you decipher between the two you, you stay focused and you'll understand. So my son's heavy into basketball. You know, me personally, like, I know a couple of people, but I'm not heavy into the circuit. What was it, 2013, 2014, 2015? You know, he started out in one school. Things were cool. You know, he had a little issues with the coach. You know, the coach was a little rough on him, which is understood. You know, you're going to get tough coaches. Tough coaches are good. No-nonsense tough coaches are good, but no-nonsense tough coaches – that have a purpose and they show their reason why they tell you to do something, it's two different things. You know, because you could have a tough, rough, hard coach that will develop you, that will show you um, teamwork, that would inspire you, that would motivate you, build your confidence. And you could have a hard-nosed, tough coach that can basically uh, ruin you. They can break you down. Our kids are not in the military. They're not in the Marines. We don't need a person to break down and destroy uh, our children's or our child's confidence. We don't need someone to step in and make, make, make drastic changes that may hurt a child opposed to helping. Every individual is different. Now, if you can pick and choose and figure out, okay, I can speak to this one that way, or I can speak to this one that way, and they handle it differently, then that's, that, that, that's someone who reads a person, someone who understands, you know? But that's the thing, lack of communication and understanding. So now fast forward, say 2017, 2018, he goes to another school. So the school, I, you know, I already said the year, so a lot of people that know me and know him will put it together and be like, okay, we know what he's talking about. So he goes to another school. Uh, one individual that coached him seemed like a nice guy. Put, painted a, a picture to me that I was all I was all for. I was like, you know, some is a good guy. He's a hard coach. He's tough. He's no nonsense. He teaches respect because respect is job one. I don't tolerate no disrespect. So when I seen he was on that, I was like, you know, something this is a good look. Uh, as time progressed, I started to notice certain things, and it kind of, I kind of, I kind of didn't ignore it. I just kept it in. You know, you got a mental roller deck. You just tuck it away, 
we'll get it later. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll revisit that later. So um, things occurred. Things weren't really working out. Uh, I was very upset with the way things were, way things were handled. But I'm about chance, and I'm about change. And if someone, if someone's given the chance to change, that's epic. I'm good with that. So I give the chance for change. So we figure, all right, you know, let's stick with it. Let's go back over here. Year two, same situation. Then I started thinking, you know, something, maybe it's my child. Maybe my child is being difficult. Maybe he is the problem. And I was like, you know something, could be. I analyze the situation again. And people out there always analyze the situation. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't assume. You know what I mean? Don't assume. Always, 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 always check your deck of cards and see who's the ace. See who's the ace and see who's the one who's, nah, they, they about to fold. They ain't got a good hand. So I waited and I watched and I noticed, wait a second, it's not only mine. Now I'm focusing on others that's in this situation. I'm like, wait a second, this is not just mine. This is others as well. So I peeped a lot of things going on. I was like, you know something, no, this is not good. So when something's not good for you, the moral of the story is, when something's not good for you and someone doesn't have your best interests and someone doesn't have your same mindset, you got to back away. And it's, you do it without any, you do it without any problems, any issues, any ill will towards a person. You know, because I have no hate in my heart for anyone. I don't feel, hate, hate is a strong word. Hate is, a, I could dislike someone. I could not like the way a person moves. I could feel some type of way but hate is a strong thing you know you, you I, hate just eliminates that person completely you know what I mean so I can't say I hate on a person or hate a person I just didn't like the way things went down and I had to do something that was for my son's benefit you know and 2015 I know I'm going back and forth but stay with me 2015 I found uh I found a higher power I started turning my faith to the Lord and I, that higher power kind of helped me in decision making. So, fast forward now, I'm coming back up to up to time, 2019. We've almost into 2020. I get a phone call, and this phone call was monumental. And the message that I received, I had to get down and really give thanks because things happen in mysterious ways, man. And when you reinvent yourself positively, the doors open. The doors open. Doors open for people who have faith. Doors open for people who do good. You do good, you get good. I know a lot of people out there feel like, geez, man, I, I do good constantly. I'm always doing good. I'm always doing this. I'm always turning the other cheek. I'm always, you know, giving respect. I'm always getting disrespected. I feel like I'm, I'm, my, my patience is wearing thin. I feel I'm about to snap. Yo, don't snap. Don't bug out. Your time is coming. Everything will transpire in due time. Everything is time. You got to trust the process. This That phrase, trust the process, came from who, Biz? I think that came from, from LeBron, right? Trust the process. No, no, no. Embiid. Embiid. Trust the process. I remember that when he said that. Embiid said that. Joel Embiid from the 76ers. He probably heard it before him, but, you know, he coined the phrase now. Like, he basically has it. Like, that's his thing. You know, trust the process. You got to trust the process because... Time is of the essence, but time is this little when it comes to you trying to achieve your goals. And sometimes you feel like there's not enough time. Take your time with everything. You know what I mean? That window of opportunity be closing, but do things that are going to further your longevity and push that clock back. You know what I mean? Kind of try to make time stand still for you. I know it's, 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 it's it's kind of hard to make that happen, literally. But in your mind, if you put your mind to something and you really want to do something, I put my mind to a lot of things and a lot of things I've never imagined that I would achieve, you know what I mean? And and it's this small little milestones, but they're important to me. You know, like you guys out there, things are important to you out there, you know. And as time progresses, you know, you start noticing change. You know how many people in my life I came across that are now doing things? I got a, um, a family that I know. Um, last name Kiles. Uh, their daughter right now, she's like some type of microbiology surgeon, the tenth power. This girl's intelligent as I don't know what. When she was 14, she was taking advanced courses. You know what I mean? And they're 
they're they're they're so excited and enthused about it but when they speak to you about it they're so humble and laid back like yeah she's doing this she's doing that why because they trust the process so it's not a surprise anymore you know what I mean? There's plenty of people I've witnessed. I've, I've went to school with a lot of cats that I would never imagine them in the positions they are now. Got a guy, a good friend of mine out in New York. He's in, I think he lives in Long Island now. Uh, Reyes, keep it last name, you know, protect the public. Uh, we were in the same class together, got cheating on the same test together. And this dude is a chief. Not, no, I think he's a, chief. I think he's a lieutenant now. Lieutenant now, you know. Um, Got another young lady I knew I grew up with, last name Concepcion. This girl just wrote a book. She didn't write a whole book. I think she wrote an insert in a book. And I actually purchased a book. And I purchased it just off the strength of like, yo, applaud you. You did your thing. You know what I mean? When people put their minds to things, things are, it's, it's incredible what you could do. You know what I mean? And the, the mind is a, 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 an incredible power. You know, they used to have those commercials. What were those commercials, Biz? A mind is a terrible thing to waste. They don't do that no more. You remember the frying pan? You used to put the egg in it? This is drugs. This is drugs. This is your brain, this is on, your drugs. brain on drugs. Any questions? Why not no more? You know what I mean? Why not no more? Yeah. What I realized, and I know you can build on this quickly, and you have so passionate about this because you're a throwback. Right. We're not going to say your age. Because for real, for real, yeah. That's... And you got to keep your image. So you want some, like, you know how Beyonce says she's still a certain age and... Other people say they're still a certain age, and they're really not. But it's good because it keeps them good because they look like their age, but no one knows their age. So no one even bothers. <laughs> so right now, as far as epidemics and drugs, why is it that now, in this day and age we live in, please understand where I'm coming from. Um, this is my opinion. This is, I don't think it's based on fact. This is just my opinion. Until I do more research, then I could come with more fact. But this is my opinion. So, opioids, pill addictions, uh, all types of these new wave drugs. Why is it a problem now, opposed to the early eighties? Well, crack. That's because white kids are dying from it. See, that's that's exactly what it is. It is what it is. And you, you say, know that was my thought process. It's in black I'm like, and white. Wait a no pun intended. When Projects were built. Projects were built, and projects were low exactly what it housing. was a project. A project. It was a project. So now we place these people in the projects. Um, now we filter in and siphon drugs in every every avenue because drugs we didn't make them. They came from somewhere else, and the way they got here was they didn't just grow out of the ground. They came here. They were manufactured somewhere else and came here. So now in the 80s, I remember being in East New York, Brooklyn in the 80s, walking and seeing these color tops, green, red, yellow, Red, blue. green, purple top, blue top. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, damn, what is that? And to me, it was attractive because I seen the colors as, well, in the 80s, I was how old? <laughs> um, I think I was, was like, was you in your 20s? <laughs> I think I was 10 or 11 years old, walking a PS398 back in the days. We'll pass through Empire Boulevard, going through all that way, coming back home. I'll reach Sutter Ave. I'll never forget it. Right underneath the train station. I close my eyes. I could see it clear as day. Burnt out building. I'll see these vials on the floor. I used to pick them up. I used to pick them up and take them home. And my mom was like, where'd you get that from? I was like, nah, it was on the floor. I thought it was like a, uh, it looked like, it looked cool because they were colors. What attracts children? Colors, themes. Same thing they're doing right now with what they call the cigarette companies, right? Or the vaping and all this. Colors attracts them, the packaging. So same, con same concept. So I'm looking at this stuff and thinking it's cool. Meanwhile, I was messing with stuff that was being used as a conduit for that crack rock. I didn't know this. I'm 10, 11 years old. So now, fast forward, we in the year 2000s, 2020, we seeing this gross epidemic of op opioids and people over overdosing. You got people in these other rural areas, Midwest, um, where people, yo, the epidemic is crazy right now. It's nuts. But is it more scrutinized now because 
Wow, it's not because to brown say. babies are not dying from it at an alarming rate. When exactly. brown babies were dying in the eighties, when they were dying in the eighties, yeah, they, you know, it, it's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. And then so now because what it was, uh, other people are 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 falling victim to this. White it's people. an issue. It is what it is. It White is people. what it is. It is. But you know? I just hate to think that we still live in that day and age where no, we we are. Where it has to happen like that, where we are. it's separated. It's like this is this, this is alright for you guys, this is all right. this is not alright for y'all. You know, and it's it, it bothers. Gonna, it's always, always been like gonna that. be that. So now because Tommy and West Islip is now falling victim to this, yeah. now in this day and age, he gets support, he gets help, he gets treatment. But you see the fucked up part? Tommy's father is rich to get that support and treatment. But Raheem's dad you know, it's probably in jail. You, you locked him up. Exactly. You, for selling the stuff he, that you gave him. Here go the crazy shit. Y'all lock up Raheem's dad for selling crack rock for trying to make a living because y'all put him in a fucked up neighborhood. But then he's locked up. Raheem is out. You're injecting him with all this shit for ADHD. Same shit you locked his father up for, the crack. is the same medicine they give you for ADHD. Yeah. And ADHD, shout out to Dr. Umar, means ain't no daddy at home syndrome, by yeah. the way. Was kids running around crazy back in the 80s? Yes. Yeah. They you want to know why? They were, but all guess who was home? Yeah. Daddy was home. Daddy was home. Then they started locking daddy up, locking him up. and then injecting the same fucking shit y'all locked the the father up. I could curse on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying, yeah. you know, you you locking them up, and then what now? You lock daddy up, but Tommy and West Islip, like you said, dad has money. Yeah. And his friends have money, but the fucked up part is all their kids are. Up to the pills, but they have money they have to money. put the kids in rehab to and to put. Rehab, yeah. But personally, to me, I think they were sick for years. Because remember, we had crack, which was the poor man's drug. Yeah. Cocaine was the was the wealthy class. man's drug. So they weren't getting, you know, yeah. knocked off. It was it was seen as stylish. It's seen as stylish. You know, they walked around. Mm -hmm. Tommy's dad was on yeah. coke. Was on coke. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's a fucking quagmire. So now, mental illness that we have now has been around for years i'm gonna tell you straight up when i was in school biz i'm sure you could vouch for me too when you were in school they had special ed yeah special ed was kids that was five to a class with 10 teachers and they just had to watch those kids they had to pay attention to them uh, these kids had behavioral issues all right, these behavioral issues were, were were they were attended to and they were they were handled the right way. I never knew any of my closest friends or kids I grew up with that were in special ed um, retaliate on a school and hurt innocent individuals. What's the difference from then till now? Yeah, time is time is of the essence and time changes everything. But where is the median like? Now we have kids who have mental health issues or even adults that have mental issue mental health issues and they go and take a life and now all of a sudden the courts the attorneys the legal aids or whoever they are to defend these people are pleading insanity or uh they're not mentally competent to stand trial or they're they have a mental health issue they 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 were going through something at a the time they were bullied um things occurred in their life where they couldn't come back from they have a PTSD type because PTSD is not only with the veterans in, in war and salute to all my veterans out there. Much respect to y'all. Y'all are dope. Y'all do your thing. Like, hands down, when 9-11 happened, I know I'm all over the place, but when 9-11 happened, I was ready to sign up. But then my son came shortly after, and I was like, oh, I don't know about this, man. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So y'all out there, I got mad people that's in the service right now that I know. Uh, an ex-vet that I got, homeboy of mine that I grew up with, um, he was in there. I see him posting videos and stuff. Do be having me dying laughing because he he's been there, so he get that pass. He could talk about it because he's seen it. He lived it. You know what I mean? Um, a couple other guys. I got my homegirl, who's my, like my sister. Her husband is in there, heavy, heavy. Like you know, military hands down. Y'all got that. So like I was saying, PTSD is not only from people who come back from war. So PTSD could be anything. PTSD could be any traumatic situation that you've endured that you have not been healed from. You know what I mean? And I actually know that I learned this not too long ago that PTSD is not only something that comes from people who've been in war or been uh, through situations of war. Uh, 
was watching Love and Hip Hop Miami. I don't know if you've seen that that episode where the young kid with the dreads. I don't remember his Yo, name. I'm not man. caught up with the the stuff. I be watching that stuff. Uh, stuff be having me going nuts. I, I haven't watched that shit since like 2011, bro. But he had an incident where he 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 was heavy in the streets. Yeah. And his car got shot up. Damn. He survived it. He's now good. He's chilling. Everything cool. He's driving down somewhere in Miami. Yeah. And the cops run up on him. He didn't know they were cops. They were undercover. They weren't. They they came together. They had guns drawn. Mm. He peeled off and jetted and was shooting back at them or something like mm. that. Some crazy wild story. Don't quote me on that. I just heard bits and pieces of it. Love and hip hop Atlanta is still the best though. But you know, it, it was just crazy. So I, I was like, yo. So wait a second. So all it takes is a traumatic situation for someone to have something to happen and. Okay, post-traumatic syndrome. This oh, but I understand. some PTSD is in DNA. Oh. Stems all the way back from slavery. Okay. So some of it, it may not have directly happened to yeah. you, but it happened to your great-grandfather. Okay. And through the genes, it's passed down. That's why you'll okay. have some people just, that'll go crazy. Yeah. And you're like, why they... That's why, okay. as a whole black people, we do have PTSD. So check this out. You know what's so crazy that you bring that up? My yeah. other topic. I'm all in one because this is going to be always something current and something that's going to be that's good nonstop. Yeah. And it's going to be something that people are thinking about but never talk about it. Or if they're talking about it, we don't hear about it. Um, sex trafficking, oh, human man. body trafficking. Yeah. They call it the modern day slavery. It's been, it's been going on for just that we got these cameras now. So why is media. it now? Okay. But you got to remember, they're called uh, pimping and hoeing. Yeah. Sex trafficking. We they for sure it. know that should have been happening since the early 1900s. So it's just a thing. Oh, everything because of the phone and the camera, it gets magnetized. Get that magnetized, has been happening yeah. for years. Cops have been shooting niggas for years. People have been getting sex trafficked. But it's still horrific nonetheless. Yeah. But we're just seeing it more and it's putting like a whole fear of right. But I'm like, yo, this was happening. Either way, protect yourself, but it's just happening more. And the thing is just to put fear through people. Yeah. And that's and that's the that's the key thing, you know, and we gotta protect our children. We gotta protect our, Hell yeah. our everyone is a victim. I could get sex traffic. Me. Then again, nah, I probably not. But uh, I don't know. But Never you, know. people get kidnapped all day. Yeah. And we see the stories. We hear the sign of the times is there, the writing's on the wall. You know, this world is out of control the way things are going. And who is to blame, really? Um, we don't know. We always want to point blame at someone. Someone has to be the scapegoat. Someone has to be, yo, that's why it's because of him or it's because of her. I feel as, 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 as all we are as human beings should be able to, it's a little easier said than done, should be able to come together and be like, yo, we need to have a plan. If everyone had a plan and mapped out stuff, we could stay safe from a lot of things. But no one has a plan. Everybody's out for self. You know what I mean? But that's another topic. But like I was saying, modern-day slavery. You know why it makes me upset sometimes to hear that? Because why are we still even using that word, slavery, and why are we still even, like, like basically uh, using that word to be... To, 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 to define what's going on now with sex trafficking and human trafficking, you know, and I think it's a manipulation, which probably because the same thing happened back then, they were manipulated. They were told, slaves back then, black slaves back, way back when, were told, hey, listen, this is what you, what was it, 40 acres and a mule? Yeah. Right or wrong? Yeah. Because you, you, you know, you read a lot, you stay in a book. We, we never got it, but I think with the slavery, like, they were um, promised a lot. Remember Harriet Tubman said, she said, yo, I could have freed a thousand more slaves, but they, you know what I mean? She said, well, I could, she said, she freed how many slaves? She said she freed a thousand. Too. I didn't watch it, but she yeah. said she could have freed more if they knew they were slaves. You know she was a general of Mentally. army too. Yeah. A female general. She held it down. She held it down. And why hasn't women equality started from right there? Why didn't it start from right there? You want to know why? A black man was able to vote before the white woman this country hates women bro this ah. country hates women i think about that misogynist the black man yeah. was able to vote before the white woman yeah that's how the feminist movement start but that's another story but this country is so misogynistic they hate women i don't know why because if we you know show the women more love the world actually be a better place yeah, but this be, world but the, didn't tupac hates say it? Tupac said women a lot. Tupac bro was a revolutionary guy yeah 
He said we got a name from a woman. What, what else he said? What saying? gives you the right to take from my woman? Yeah, I know the song, yeah, but it's so, like, it's, it's, I mean, he was it's saying misogynistic, it. bro. It's, it's sad, but it's shot. I always say it. The black man was able to vote before the white Woman. Yeah. The women's suffrage movement was back in what, 19... Uh, Remember, be... women just were allowed to vote yeah, in the 1900s. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Just That's in the last crazy, century. Yeah. So this is... It's sad. And you women out there... America hates women. It's sad. Yo, y'all, y'all, y'all are the most powerful force. Look at what one woman can do to 10 men. You know what I mean? Um, not even physically and mentally and spiritually. You know what I mean? Physically, mentally, and spiritually. So now women out there, you need to turn it around and start being that, that, that power that you are, that you have. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of people, a lot of women downplay um, them, themselves not by physically voicing that, by certain things that they involve themselves with, you know, certain things that I see. And it's entertainment, you know, it's entertainment, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, when when you put forth something and you publicly have that put something put 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 things out there, that's what people see. People are very visual. So if you carry yourself a certain way and people treat you a certain way, they're only treating you on what you put forth. And that's everyone in general. You know, I just say women more so because of the heightened heightened growth in in, in social media. Yeah. With uh, women, as soon as I open up my phone, you'll see a woman either dancing or modeling or doing something. And yeah, that's because pussy is power. Pussy run the world. If a you know, if a man and that's could, why I say mentally, spiritually, and physically. Facts. Powerful. We, we come out of there. We spend the rest of our life trying to get back in. You know what I'm saying? So it's pussy. Yo, I never world. heard that. You made you know, that up I just made, now. I made that up, man. Come on, I should have been an MC, man. <laughs> <laughs> We spent nine months trying to get out and the rest of our life trying to get back in. That's crazy. But women don't see that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They they too busy in competition with each other. Oh. That's another story. Yeah, we have that's to ha- we have story. to have a woman here. Yo, you know what we gonna have to name to do that? Yeah, we gonna have to have a You know, I don't want to speak. Say uh, what I gotta say without a woman being here. Yeah. I don't want the ah, you attacking women. Best. I can picture Aisha right now. Who that woman gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, it's just. It's just crazy how social media has affected social media enhances everything. everything. Like, check this out. Like, even right now, I've never seen this before. It's not really politics we're talking right now, but just talking about a certain individual. Uh, what's that guy's name that's the president right now? Um, guy, With the red hair, man. He's pretty, he's a cool cat. He just cat. from New York, Jesus. man. John Trump. Even with a Trump. T, his Donald name? Trump. Yeah, Trump. That yeah. dude. I've never seen that before where someone makes a, a political standpoint or a message He's or an address. Tweeting. Twitter. Legendary. Yo, that's crazy. But you know what, though? I love it. Let me tell you why I love it. This is America. Trump is the face of what America really is. Really is. And when he got elected, he's the hatred that was born. This is what America is. And I love it. He's clearly shown you. One, I don't think he th- he thought he was going to win. He did yeah. it. Trump is a marketer. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. He exactly. knew. Let me get up on the stage and act a fool. Years ago, we could pull it up on YouTube. Trump said, if I was going to run for president, I would run for the Republican Party because they're the most stupidest. Literally, that's what he said. Played him. Came out of his mouth. Trump is a nigger. Don't get it twisted. Remember, <laughs> nigger doesn't mean black. Nigger yeah, means yeah. a stupid, ignorant person. Trump is a nigger. Trump tweets. He's uncouth. He's honest. He's blunt, and I give him that. Yeah. You know what the fuck you're getting with that guy. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. You know what you're getting. Respectfully. Yo, I give him that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, another yeah. thing, too, it, show, it, it shows you what America really is. We just had a black man, spoke well, handsome, black family. We just had him in the White House. For us to wipe away that picture, we got to put the total opposite the total in the White opposite. House. Damn. I, that's how I look at it. That's just me. That's yeah, just yeah. my it's just a, Everything's my based on opinion here. Nothing. And you I, know, some fact we, yeah. we have spit because, you know, there's certain things that have happened. It's but be been, clear, Trump know. is a nigger and a very good fucking businessman, I tell you that. Yeah. He's uncouth. He tweets. Yeah. When I see him tweet about stuff that you're supposed to make a State of the Union address, yeah. he tweets. You're supposed to get, you're supposed to go on the news, but, all the channels are supposed to be shut down. Exactly. You're supposed to be able to talk but that. But this shows where we are as a country, bro. Yeah. This shows where we are as a people. Mm-hmm. This shows what, 
He is the face of what America is. Yeah. The, the so dirty don't get, don't get it belly. This is not this is not politics. <laughs> We're just judging our opinion upon a certain I, individual. I love it. it and, and and what's crazy, his whole presidency, and he will be inside for a second term. Yeah. No, he, re- he is. It's a reality show. It's a reality show. And think about it. When Cl- Clinton was getting impeached, the whole thing with Iran happens. So yeah. Trump had the impeachment thing going. The whole thing with Iran. With Iran. I said, look at history. Deja vu. And then you can't impeach him when we're going to war. And yeah, you can't impeach a sitting dude. So you know what I mean? You know, That's something else, man. I love America, bro. I love this country. The president wow, is yo. tweeting. Speaking of that, they need to make a, the Coming to America part two. They, they didn't did. make that. It's done. Oh, it's done. Yeah. Did you get called for casting for that? I was just about to say, for, yeah, that's another story. They actually finished it. Oh, my it. Lord, bro. They finished it. It's coming out later. Eight, is it April? No, later on this year, I think November. All right. They finished it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Hell yeah. But like I was saying, social media has put <laughs> our lives in a chokehold. I know me personally, like even right now, let's say we're in Orlando, Florida. For you guys that don't know, Orlando, Florida, um, people drive reckless. People are on their phones all day. Yo, I actually watched a lady on her phone driving with her knees like this. I had to be like, yo, hell no. Yo, what's she posting? What's she reading? It wasn't a text. It wasn't like she was talking to the phone. She was just going in, just scrolling, because her hand was going up and down like that. So she's scrolling. I was like, yo, her, her timeline must be fly. Like, I, I need to follow her, see what she looking at. Or see what she... You know, you know when you follow somebody, say people you may know or suggested followers. Mm-hmm. These phones got microphones in them too. Facts. I don't even know why I gotta use this one, but hey, it's neither here nor there. But um, this is a little comedy I'm doing. But on a serious note, um, social media always, always please our children are being locked up by these phones now, and always let them know what you see on here. It's not all real life. You see some things that are reality, and you see some things that are fantasy. People have fantasies in their mind. People have um, uh, things that they think about, yeah. things that they want to fulfill. Right. What is happening now is that they have uh, an instrument in order to live out these fantasies. And they're fulfilling themselves, and they're they're releasing them endorphins that allow them to feel good. Like I know me, I ain't even gonna front. When I take a picture of me or my family or us doing something, I feel good. And you know what makes you feel good? The notoriety you get and the notice you get from other people who are seeing you look good. And it's a dope feeling. It is. I, I, nah, I, but I, you I, see, I don't want to contradict myself either. I be, I get, like I get mad good. at that shit sometimes because people. I did an episode on this on my old podcast that I used to do. We, we did an episode uh-huh. called Likes or Die. People, Likes or Die. Yeah, people really... And shout out to um, Chronix. She did a song, We Do It For The Love. We Don't Do It For The Likes. Uh. It's like people, they don't feel validated until... until right, someone. case in point, I have a girl who followed me on Facebook. She's probably looking at the video right now. Uh-huh. But she'll post a picture. Yeah. That picture, she'll put it up. I watch her post a picture at, say, noon. By 12.05, she don't have like 10 likes, she'll delete the picture. And put it back at 4 p.m. And she even told me Where herself. She said, but I'm like. Usage. But for what, though? Does those those likes really make you feel good? Confirmation for Confirmation. who? For what? Yo, it validates. It makes you from feel what? better. You know something? And I'm you know, good. Like, social media is entertainment for but me. But it's temporary. It lasts this long. So you're basically saying, just like how we was talking about crack, it's a high. People spend their whole life chasing that high. Chasing that so high. So you chasing them, them 100 likes the whole time. Yeah. That's how I be, man. That's how I be. I couldn't do it, bro. That's how I be. And you know what's so funny? I've seen posts of girls. Yeah. Like, a girl will post herself or whatever in her mm-hmm. in her room. And, yo, you know the first thing I look at is feet yeah. and the room. And the room, of course. I don't look at You no always got to look at the background. You look at the booty after. but you Yeah, know, you look in the background. Crazy. She's sleeping on an airbed. Yes. She's sleeping on an air, uh, air mattress. Rappers on the floor. Facts. Craziness looking nuts. And they be talking crazy to dudes, but you know what? I blame everybody. You got to blame everybody else for that shit. You got to blame You gotta blame all her followers for that shit, for allowing that shit. That's why I say pussy run the world. Pussy runs the fucking world. If a man could fuck a woman in a cardboard box, we would not need Ferraris. Shout out to Dave Chappelle for that. We won't need, <laughs> yo, we won't need Ferraris. Pussy run the fucking world. She knows she's going to get 100 likes if she posts yeah. this ass shot, but she got an air mattress. Niggas is still going to beat, though. But you though. know the funniest thing? Not only, please, women out there that, you know, whether you're, you're, you're out there promoting yourself, promoting your page, um, fashion, uh, whatever it may be, any, anything under the sun, um, 
beauty, fashion, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, what's crazy about it is when I seen people that actually are making money off of this and utilizing it the right way. There, what was the what was the saying Lisa Ray Ray said in Players Club? You got to use what you got to get what you want. And make the money. Don't make the Let money. Let it make, make you. you. Yeah, facts. Yo, I agree these, with that. And shit. this is nineties stuff. Anything yeah. we've referenced to is nineties. Yeah. Why in the nineties were people so much smarter yeah. and so much we have, aware? We didn't have the technology, bro. The technology. Now, think about so it. the technology makes us dumb. If we had technology, or if you had technology back in the eighties, <laughs> imagine what Instagram would be. Imagine Rich Porter and them. Oh. On, on Instagram, imagine Alpo tweeting them, them bricks. You know what I'm saying? It would have been more indictments. It wouldn't well, have been as are, much. Uh, are, what you call people it? People are telling on themselves all day right now. No, that's true, hundred percent. But imagine the '80s though, where shit was really real. Remember old Brooklyn and the old yeah, and old yeah. New York how yeah. it was? Yeah. Shit was yo. You had to get your pockets tapped to rock an eight ball jacket. Yeah. You couldn't just be anybody. Look. See, look at my man Nathaniel right here, the original pocket tapper uh, right here. You and we from the hood too. We he, we grew up together. You couldn't walk in our hood. With, you yeah, you yeah, had yeah, to yeah, be yeah, somebody yeah. to rock that chain. Yeah. Or you was getting your pocket tapped. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the internet. I mean, cats like you said, they are telling themselves. You see, dudes, y'all, I'm in the trap house, and they live on the trap house. You ain't see when the police ran on, ran, ran down on a dude. He in the trap house, but he live, and they got wow. his location ran down on him. Damn. But somebody said the the um. FB, Facebook, Instagram is FBI. Yeah, I FBI. seen that. I said, and I believe it. I believe it. Cause, and I be thinking some of them chicks is the feds too. Mm. That's why I be. You know, it's funny. I'll be posting my shit. Like, me. A female started following me. This is probably about, yeah. about three years ago. And someone hit me up and sent me a picture of the pit of her page. It was like, yo, L, you know this chick? See? I was like, nah. They're going to start following all your friends. Follow. I seen who they was following, and I thought it was somebody from the hood that I knew. Yeah. Because, honestly, I don't be remembering nobody, really. A lot of the younger people that's from my neighborhood in Sunset yeah. Park and anywhere else, I don't be remember. I seen them. I was like, damn, this person was probably in a stroller when I was, yep. you know, around or whatever. Yeah, so I don't fact. be knowing. <laughs> you are, so, you, are you know, it's there. crazy. But getting back to people getting paid for... Their social media status. I think that's great. No, that's amazing. That's, that's dope. Great. Absolutely. There's a young lady that I know. This girl has got to be like makeups. Just you talking about Kelani? Yeah. Oh, she gets busy. She's the highest. Of the My highest. daughter loves her. My so, kids love her. So listen. She gets busy. When I seen this woman with her daughter in a Vix commercial, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. She brought it back. Social media is making if you, millionaires. If you know. And people out there know Latin community. Love people, Vicks. My people love Vicks. Vaporub. You know, rub that yo, shit. Yo, what's on the, wrong with your chest? Yo, put that right there. My wife be yo, doing that. She neck? rub it on put the soles. Right Anything. But Vicks is an ethnic thing, though. That's it's, you know what it's, I mean. It's West Indian, also. Yeah. You know, we did that too. And Epsom salt bath. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's always, you know, always a plus. You know, and it, it's true. You know what I mean? So it's just crazy to see. And this woman, Kaylani, she she gets. It's just it's just incredible what how 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 much she achieves from her posts and her, and she she's 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 utilizing the best way I think it's great so facts get that her. money man um, there's another individual um, now on the workout tip remember my partner um, um, Real Deal Fitness yeah 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 shout out to Real Deal Real Deal Fitness. oh he supposed to have his podcast coming yeah, too I know he he should yeah. do it he should do it because he got a lot to talk about he came yeah, he from do. a long way he came from a long way he's so proud of himself you know with as he should he deserves it humble. he deserves it proud and humble he he's came a long way he's done a lot he's transformed his body yeah when a he showed me the pictures are, yeah. yeah when he was oh, fat yeah, boy yeah, yeah. a lot of people are transforming themselves reinventing themselves see how I went back. But see, that, reinventing themselves. he transformed himself mentally first. Mentally first. Yeah, because yeah. the physical don't mean shit if you, yeah, you yeah, still yeah, contaminated yeah, yeah, if you yeah, ain't yeah, changed yeah. your mental, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, once you transform true. your mental, then, yeah. That is true. So 2020 has entered and has really, really took us by. Honestly, to me, as the years go by, it just be feeling like the same, you know, as far as just... Yo, Everything funny. around us. That's funny you said that because, you know, me and my homeboy, I swear, after the year 2000, time started going real fast. Yeah. If you notice that. Yeah, I thought, absolutely. You remember back back in the day, summers was like, summers felt like, felt five, like five months. Five months long. Yo, two months go by? Yep. That shit felt like two weeks. I'll tell you how they exactly it went down. All right. Summer will come through. Yeah. You got summer. 
Once you see Labor Day, it's a wrap. Once you see Labor Day, it's a wrap. You know it's time to go back, back to, to school. Back to school, September, October, Halloween, November, Thanksgiving. Then the snow comes. As soon as the snow leaves in like about March or April, ain't even no spring. It's summer from there on. You know, summer from there on. It's just, it's wild crazy how that happens, man, as times change, you know? That shit get crazy. It makes me feel like I'm in another universe yeah, or something. Because that shit really went from the year 2000 to 2020. Uh-huh. And not one fucking flying car. And not one flying car. But speaking <laughs> of technology and flying cars, Word. I thought they closed down NASA. I thought that was done. NASA? Yeah. Oh, no, you know, I'm Space travel. Nothing. I don't believe nothing this government tell me. So when they show something going up in the air, what's that? That's not going up there? Something going up there. I don't know. It don't make no sense. They fired millions of people. The whole Space Coast, they let go of mad people. Everybody, yo, y'all out. Here's y'all, y'all papers. Y'all done. No, no, no severance. No. Then again, I don't know. People probably got severance. I don't really know. Like I said, it's just me opinion and what I see on TV. Nothing I'm going to ever say, quote me on, because we just, we just talking. And if you know something about it, hit me up and enlighten me, because I'm always down to learn something new. Always. Always down to learn something new and find out something that I didn't know. And... It helps me. And I also give you the credit. I'll be like, yo, so-and-so told me such and such and such. And they got it from here. Uh, yeah, they said it. Yeah, it's here. See? So um, I just don't understand it. How that, that's like the biggest hustle ever. You done Shit. got everybody out of there. Facts. And you still shooting planes up in the air. And now you're charging people. You know how much is it to go to space, to go to Mars? How much? They oh, they about like to oh, a no. million dollars. Then they say, yeah, they're going to start letting people go visit. Everybody was like, yeah, I'll book it. Visit space? Nigga, I'm good. You remember that last trip we took on a boat? You think I'm taking a, a fucking, <laughs> you want me to take you a, so you can make me a slave up there too? Fuck out of here. They think they, nah. With big head aliens nah. telling me what to do. Nah. Because you know we going first. Nah. We always you go first. remember, for- it's just like the combine. You don't, I, you don't, I don't think, do you think that the combine and those days back in the days are very similar. Yes, they put the niggas on the trading blocks. Remember, uh, yo, it's it's so funny you saying this shit to me. I remember it when they I take, seen it. Remember, they take the two biggest slaves. Yeah, they breed them. You get a LeBron James, you get a Serena. Well, this is yeah. what they do. The NBA draft. It's just every history repeats itself, and you know, in subtle ways. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Subtle. We put them on the fucking on the on the trade block. Who you got? They picked the biggest nigga. Yeah. The big, strong, 300 pounds, seven yeah, yeah, foot yeah. nigga. We want you. What That's Donald it. Sterling said for the from from the um the Clippers. Well, he said, he said, he said yo, uh, I give them houses. Yeah, he got yeah, the slave yeah, master yeah, mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, it's slave master mentality. That's all it is. But you, you know what I'm saying? It's like with the Donald Sterling shit, they fucked up though. Because let me tell you why they fucked up. I wouldn't have suspended him. Mm. Because all the other slave masters are hiding now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, nah, they like, definitely yo. ain't going to say nothing there. Because damn, look what they did to him. Nah, you shouldn't have did that. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't even have brought it out like that. I would have been like, nah, let me set the but trap. the thing now. is, homegirl that set him up got paid. Yeah, but that so was sucker shit. Yeah, exposed. yeah, that's, yeah. I yeah, mean, it already yeah. got exposed. She did it for a bag, whatever, but. Man, that's crazy, man. But yeah, that's what it is. It's like they, they want to set us up. get that feedback of that with that? Oh, probably, but we could take that shit. But I think it's too. They'll hear it's it in the background. All right, all right. But. All right, well, listen, this is going to conclude living off experience. All right, we done talked about a plethora of things. It's a little unorganized. We're all over the place. But that's what life is. Life is organized confusion. You know, uh, I always said, man, it takes a village to raise a kid. And nice. if you if if you see something, say something. Make sure there's consequences to what you say. Uh, I'm going to leave you all with that. And got to maintain. Keep your head up. Stay dodging life struggles. Y'all be cool.